Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. This is Rob Ludeman, your host, and it's time to bring the orange with our guest today, Peter Eicher, who runs our modern data protection solutions practice. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you very much. I'm super excited to be here for my first time, which will be first of many. Yes, we are definitely going to be having you on multiple times. Glad to catch you in town. You actually reside in kind of upstate New York. No, or no, dead in the city. Dead in the city? And, yep. Long, Long Island City, New York. Why did I think right you were kind of upstate I don't know. Well, I guess you were I'm, talking I'm a minute sort ago of upstate Yeah, you were talking yeah. about re, you I know, used riding to, the subway. As so. a kid, I had my family had a house in the Catskills, and all I spent right. all my summers in the mountains, barefoot, running around, fishing and hunting and stuff like that. So maybe I latched onto that <laughs> so. when we were talking at, at, at some point and got hung yes, up I'm on an, the I'm upstate. an odd mix of urban and rural. Right, right. <laughs> but all New Yorker. All New York, either way. All New Yorker. Yeah. Mild accent, but well, yeah. that's, that's what they tell me. I, right. I can't, you know, I can't hear it myself. Of course, you, you never can. do. Of course, you. I, t- yeah. I get told I have a California accent. I don't know what mm. that is, but it's, you do it's, though. It's I do, right? Yeah, yeah it's a thing. Especially <laughs> yeah, it the East, is. especially the East Coasters. Well, um, yeah. welcome aboard. You're relatively new to yeah, Pure. November. How, what is it like November? Yeah. Three, three-ish months, yeah. four-ish months, something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are you finding it? How are things? I'm loving it, actually. It's quite, uh, you know, fascinating place to work. Vibe is great. Energy is great. Yeah. You know, uh, awful lot of cool technology from the data protection side, which is, you know, what I care about. Uh, and there's just, there's like so many new toys in my box, you know, right. to play with. And right. Like I can't even barely begin to get to everything. Yeah. And what you other, know? I mean, where do you come from? You, you, you've been doing I've data protection 25, bit, well, right? 25 yeah. plus years in you know, the software, software and hardware industry, uh, probably two thirds of it in some form or other of storage or data protection. I had little forays into antivirus, anti-spam for a few years and network management for a few years, but mostly it's been with, uh, backup companies and things like that. What backup seems, uh, backup's been around. It's always been a thing, Mm -hmm. but what keeps making it it exciting for you? Like how, Uh, how does that, it's interesting that the challenge never goes away. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, my first backup company was Cheyenne Software, if anybody remembers them, the original ArcServe product, which is still around, you uh-huh. know, 30 years later. And that was in 1995 or something. And the same problems was takes too long to back stuff up, takes too long to re- recover. Right. You know, uh, how do we handle applications? And it's the same problems, you know. Everything gets better. All the hardware and everything around backup gets better, but the data keeps getting bigger yeah. and more yeah. complicated. You know, so you almost, it's never solved. You know? When did it shift from a well? Maybe this has always been there, sort of kind of loaded thing. When did it seems like we've talked always about everybody's been worried about how long it takes to back up? Yep. At some point, we got really good at backing up. And then the shift became, uh, did we? No, no, well, no. But then when did the shift? It seems like people care more about the restore now because of other problems. Yeah, well, I think that's the, you know, because it's the 24-7 world, right. right? I mean, it used to be a lot of applications, I mean, going way back, you know, yeah. they'd shut off at 5 o'clock at night or something like processing was done. Yeah. So, you know, you had recovery windows that were a lot bigger. Now it's like, you know, if you're you know, online order website is down for half an hour. It's a disaster. Yeah, terrible, right? terrible. It, it didn't have that kind of immediacy in those days. It was like, okay, we the computer's down, so we'll just sit around and do something else yeah, for, for an hour happens. until it's back. Oh, it's back. So you know? it's more the macro effect yeah. of technology evolving to where everybody is on all the time. Yeah. To where recovery okay, became yeah. more of a heightened thing, yeah, or it's, it's, speeding up the backup yeah. window become because you used to be able to just batch everything mm-hmm. overnight yeah. and like just kind of hang yeah. out. Right? Imagine if like your cell phone you know went down for an hour. Yeah, you know, you'd lose your mind. You wouldn't oh, yeah. know what to do. No, it'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, it'd be crazy. 
I'd say, but that's what it did. You know, that's how things would work back in and and then you know, oh, the application's down. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. Let's go get a coffee and wait till it comes back. Yeah. Our email was down. I remember that happening Gosh, all the time. Yeah, I remember email down. Everybody <laughs> just hanging out. Or yeah. back when what do we had, do? Back, you know, back when smoking yeah. was actually allowed in office buildings yeah, you'd that go I worked have in. Smoke, and we'll just yeah, go have a nice. smoke break. Yeah. You know, I was like, well, all right. So, well, but, you know. guess we'll hang out until the uh, until the email comes yeah. back. But uh, to get back to the original yeah. question, yeah. Uh, backup is still. I, it, it's definitely gotten better. Uh, I think largely because everything's everything's gotten better. Networks have gotten way bigger. It used to be network was the biggest problem. You know, the pipe was too small. Small pipe. Small yeah. pipe. Okay. That's largely solved. Yeah. You know, uh, then it was what you're backing up to. You know, tape was too slow, blah, blah, blah. So when we moved to disk and all that, that kind of solved that. But you're now getting to where app, certain applications are so big that... It doesn't matter if, even if it's fast; it's still taking multiple hours to you know back up a giant Oracle database. Yeah, because you right? have tens of terabytes of, yeah. of data. Uh, you just can't with. do it anything right. any faster. Right. So that's where you start looking at things like snapshots or you know replication technologies or things like that that are way more efficient than yeah. uh, traditional backup. You may not want to use that for everything; it's overkill maybe for certain you know workloads or whatnot. But it's really a mix, and that's what's so cool about the the pure you know toolkit yeah. uh, is we've got all that stuff. Right, yeah. we've got. Fast backup and restore, along with our backup partners, right? We've got uh, Snapshot technology, Active Cluster, uh, you know, asynchronous replication, new stuff coming down the line. It's just all kinds of kinds of cool things that we that we do on the data protection front. Yeah, I think we talked pretty early on too, and I, I love you know it seems a lot like people rotate too heavily to just backup and restore. Yeah, but data protection really is an end to end philosophy. It's an end to end methodology. There's different tools to solve different problems, yeah. but there's also different mechanisms and different things that you want to look to do. Like no, you said, absolutely. snapshots and replication in addition to yeah. backups, and then looking at retention and you know it, it, yeah. it's a spectrum. I, I, that's right? a whole that's right? a whole other aspect is the retention. Sure, I mean, sure. again, going years back there was less regulatory issues you kept data around maybe a couple of weeks and you yeah. know you were done with it like, you threw it away yeah uh now you know there's things you might need to keep five years 10 years 50 years even you know depending on on the regulation so it, it just there's so much more overhead in terms of what you need to do yeah uh you know legally that it's uh, it further complicates stuff and there's new exciting things to deal with like, yeah. like ransomware we've been talking about that quite a bit at pure right now yeah that's, yep, that's yep. a whole nother you know, thing that hits squarely at what is your backup and recovery strategy. Yeah. And, you know, and they're attacking that now. You yeah. Know, they're not, they're, you could give, to give them credit, so to speak, you know, the ransomware guys figured that out too. Like, if you have a good backup, you're not going to pay me. Yeah. So let me go destroy your backup now before before I send you your that. ransom uh -huh. letter. And, you yeah. know, now you're stuck. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a wild landscape. There's always something something new going on. Who are the folks in the enterprise that are primarily tasked with managing data protection strategy? Uh, so it's a range of folks. Is it yeah, DBAs? It's a, ra is yeah, it, I mean, is it a range. Those that touch the data mostly. We still have the classic, you know, backup admin. Right. That's still a thing. Okay. There's still people do that day in day out. Are responsible for that. And the bulk of data in an organization is still typically backed up with backup. You know, yeah. traditional yeah. copying from point A to point B. Right, uh, but you have your storage admins. Those are the guys who are going to be running your uh, replication, your your mirroring functionalities, that kind of thing. Snapshots, um, VM admins, right, often have control of their whole stack. Interesting. Uh, so they could yeah. be they could be in charge. That's how Veeam, you know, one of our uh, great backup partners, they got in the game specifically targeting VM admins mm. who didn't want to mess with the back, didn't want the backup guys messing with their it, right? stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Veeam came out with a tool that was really targeted more to VM admins. And that's how they got going. You know, as a VM admin would just go download it for 
300 bucks or something. Because yeah. this is back when you had, you know, one hypervisor with five VMs on it, right? right? Yeah. It was 10,000 10, VMs. Yeah. 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 So you just go and download it and you expense it and you back up your VMs with Veeam. Yeah. You know, and then uh, so they're doing that. You have application owners. Because another aspect, too, that's really coming to the fore is using backup. And when I say, you know, backup, I mean the whole gamut of copy technologies, right? right? Snaps, backups, replications, Snaps, replication, et cetera. copy yeah. data management, uh, things like that. The yeah. other thing that's becoming really important is data reuse, right? Okay. Because organizations figured out that, hey, I get every day, you know, every day I do these processes that gather all this data, all these different things, gather all this data, store it somewhere in multiple places, and it sits there, right? It sits there and does nothing, all right? So it's a, a necessary pain, but I'm not getting any value out of it unless yeah. something got lost and I have to recover it. So they're figuring out, hey, you know what? Hey, let me use this stuff. I gather it every day. It's like it's gold. It's like, yeah. um, you know, right. but, but it's buried. Yeah. Uh, why can't I access this data? Why can't I use this to do reporting, to do anal analytics, right? Everybody wants to do analytics, but you need data to do it on, right? Uh, test dev. Uh, every company in the world is a software company now, right? I don't care what your business is. You're a software you company, yeah. you know, one yeah. way or another. Right. You need copies of data, you know? I mean, doing dev development work on real data is vastly more efficient than doing it on, you know, phony test data. Yes. Because you never unearth the same bugs you know, using fake data as you do with real data. So there's a real demand for data. You know, people just want copies. They yeah. want copies of stuff. Uh, and the backup people, large, you know, writ large, are in the perfect position to do that. But a lot of the times the infrastructure doesn't support it. Hmm. You know, like your typical uh, legacy uh, backup appliance, like a data domain, uh, those kind of guys, uh, they're designed to put data in, right? It's yeah. a box that's designed completely customized to ingest data quickly, not to get it back. It's a rich motel. Yeah. It's a rich motel for data. Pretty much, <laughs> you know? So yeah, you can do data reuse on, you know, on a device like that, sure. but at very limited scale. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. I can spin up three or four VMs off it, but can I spin up a hundred? Yeah. You know, no. Yeah. Where you, know, you need to just, scale, that's yeah. when the challenges come and that's where so, things break down. Yeah. So that's why that data reuse is becoming a challenge because even on storage arrays, like using snapshots, yeah. uh, there's a lot of arrays. If you start cloning snaps, that dramatically impacts production performance or performance on that array. Yeah. You know, Pure has solved that problem, right? Yeah. Our, our snapshots are performance level, you know, uh, production performance level. They don't impact the other, the other work. Uh, and now you can take a snapshot and actually use a copy of it to do real stuff without dragging down your application performance, right? Yeah, which is a great way to segue yeah. into you know another part that I want to talk to you about. Like we have you know this modern data experience that yeah. we talk about here at Pure that we um, that we deliver right for customers a more efficient way to leverage their data, and we have four you know kind of central tenets yes. around that of of you know fast matters and cloud everywhere and simple is smart and subscribe or subscription innovation. Yeah. And I thought it'd be fun to maybe take you through kind of a lightning round. I do this with certain guests uh -oh. where we kind of just you know just fly through you know kind of <laughs> on the fly things. But to take what exactly what you're just talking there with the really space efficient, but also fast and easy to use snapshots yep. and just apply the four tenets that we talk about with, mm -hmm. with MDE yep. and do that on the fly and kind of come up with, you know, off sure. the top of your head, things that you have seen here that, okay. that, um, that folks can think a little bit more about, yeah. uh, relative to, to modern day experience. Um, okay. I'll like okay. touch, I'll do like top of my head stuff. I mean, cause head. I could probably yeah. talk for three hours on each one of them. Well, and yeah. Yeah. We, nobody, and nobody talk, wants to listen uh, to, for, listen no, to me no, for that no, long. We, we yeah. still 
to keep for the so, uh, 20 to 25 yeah. minute runtime that we okay. always go so for. So we'll I'll just report. do whatever comes yeah, to mind. Okay, let's go fast matters, right? So it's our belief at Pure that fast does Absolutely. matter. It's still something that's significant. It's still yep. something that enterprises measure and yep, that yep. enables the speed of business to go. So so yeah. what does that mean for data uh, protection? You know, when we first came out with these and I was you know, looking at the, the pillars and I, yeah. I started thinking about fast matters and I was thinking, is there anything in IT where slow is better? Like, is there anything? And I, I couldn't come up really. I mean, no. There must be, there must be somewhere or something. Yeah. But essentially, everything's better if it goes faster, you know. And data protection in particular, right? Uh, particularly when you're talking about fast as recovery speed, right? Because mm -hmm. that's what it all comes down to, right? If I can recover in ten minutes versus ten hours, that's a gigantic difference, right. you know, in, in an organization and even saving a company from, you know, a collapse. Right. Uh, it's it, not to be over dramatic, but that could be the case. You know, a 10 hour versus a 10 minute recovery could mean the difference between your business existing yeah. or not. Yeah. You know, so fast is matters everywhere and it matters especially in, uh, in, in data protection and recovery. And how you protect too, fast protection is important too. Because yeah. again, if I've got that, you know, I've seen cases of this over the years, like people have an Oracle database where your daily, quote unquote, daily backup took 34 hours, you know? Right. It's more than a day. It is, you know, for a day. it is, yeah. So, so now you have a window of vulnerability too, because you're only capturing a backup point every 34 hours or whatever, and you can't start the next backup. Yeah. And you have these giant gaps of, you know, I missed all this data along the way, you know? So fast is important. For data yeah. protection, especially. Yeah, and I kinda I'm I'm with you on the first part where I initially saw Fast Matters and I kinda thought, well, you know, I I, I want it to be slower, said nobody ever. Yeah. But I think I I more equate it to in many cases, people have perhaps given up on the speed thing and just said fast is like my speed is good enough. Yeah. That's kind of where I come to it from, mm -hmm. and particularly in living kind of in and around the database world where, you know, every bit of speed you can get is great. Yeah. But to a certain extent, I've seen some places where they go, yeah, don't talk to us about speed. Like we're good enough. Yeah. You know, we got sub millisecond latencies on these transactions and that's, you know, nobody's going to notice a little bit more. But then there's always a use case where a little yeah, bit until, more makes sense, exactly. right? So it's kind of like, it's the contrast between fast is good enough or fast really does matter. Yeah. I think we think it matters, and certainly in this context. Um, what about the cloud? We've been very inclusive of, of cloud technologies and yep. certainly partners that do things into the cloud and with, with our various alliances in the data protection space. Yep. What flexibility sure. does Pure's modern data experience with cloud everywhere provide uh, prospects and customers that want to do data protection in a hybrid fashion. Yeah, it's a, you know, cloud is sort of, in a data protection context, to a large extent, it's really the replacement for tape, Okay. right? For that longer term retention. And, you know, tape is still super valid. And, hey, you know, we we do we do that with our backup partners. Yeah. Uh, if you have a need for tape, you know, uh, Veritas, Veeam, those guys, they can spin up our snapshots and back up off those. Nice. Which takes the impact off the host, which is a great, there's a whole, let's see, I could talk for hours on every, every no, subject. Sure that's a whole use but case. that's a whole other thing. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, the cloud is really a great place for longer term, you know, putting data that you probably don't want to use that much. Uh, hopefully never. Hopefully you never need to so, use it. I mean, but think you about need a place that's to put be it. really cold yeah. and maybe exactly. frozen forever, but the cloud is going to be the most economical option yep. for that in some of these archiving mm -hmm. types of types exactly. of Exactly. And the cool thing with, uh, you know, one of the pure uh, technologies with uh, CloudSnap, for example, is... We have this concept of the portable snapshot, which is really weird. Uh, you know, from my historical perspective, I'm like, wait, portable? Yeah. Uh, you know, snapshots historically are always tied to the array. Like this snapshot, if you separate it from this storage array, it's just a meaningless bunch of it? zeros yeah. and ones. Yeah. Right? What does it, do? it, it has not. It can't be turned back into you know viable data. But pure snapshots can. So I can take a snapshot image and move it to a different array, which is weird enough. 
uh, I can move it up into the cloud with CloudSnap, and I can leave it up there. And when I need to recover it or use it for something, I can bring it back and yeah. restore it to a different array, which is you know crazy, yeah. uh, crazy cool. But it, it's yeah, crazy uh, cool, it's crazy hard weird. even to wrap yeah. my head around some of right. that stuff. Right. Uh, and you can do it. You can feed the data incrementally, which is important. You can't. You don't want to be shipping a whole copy of data every day, yeah. right? But you can you can do it the first time. You do your initial. Sync and then you just incrementally update that snapshot copy. Just whatever the difference. And whenever are you need to, like you know, yeah. get it back, you can get it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you even found something that was kind of interesting, weird to you. It's interesting, as well, weird coming in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it's a it's a perception, you know, thing. And I think that's a lot of what Pure does out in the market is. Uh, you know, people get their perceptions that they've had forever. Mm -hmm. You know, if I've been the storage guy for 20 years, it's like, no, this is how things work. Yeah. And then Pure comes along and says, no, they work like this. And you go, no, they don't. No, they don't. You know, I don't believe that. Yeah, I know how you this works. Yeah, I've been doing yeah. this for 20 right, years, right. kid. You can't tell me. Yeah. And then you, you know, they see some of this stuff and they're like, oh, wow, that's really, yeah. That that's how you do it. That changes which, it up. Which is a segue into... Which leads right into Simple Smart, right? Boom. We can make Look things that. simpler I set that up for, for people. You. You, you should be hosting yeah. this thing, yeah. right? At this point, <laughs> you'll be hosting this uh, after long. Um, yeah. But that leads to people being able to do other things yeah. and do more things. And that's really the tenet when we talk about Simple as Smart. Yeah. Not just from a support aspect, right? Mm -hmm. I love the pure one and the predictive yeah. support element that which we is can very find cool. things yeah. before they actually happen because we've got these fingerprints and we're doing lots of ML on data that we get back. But there's other areas of simplicity just from down to the basic administrative yeah. tasks that uh, you don't have to do. Yeah. A good you know? example of that is our active cluster yeah. uh, technology, which is you know synchronous replication. Or sometimes, if you're not used to pure talk, a, a lot of places refer to that as synchronous mirroring, uh -huh. right? Because okay. it's a mirror. Basically, it's a mirrored copy of your storage, right? Yeah. I've got array A and array B, and I'm writing to both simultaneously. So, in the event that array A, you know, you know. Water pipe bursts on the ceiling, yeah. floods out up. the array, yeah. it goes down. I'm still running on array B, and there's no loss of uh, you know application uptime or anything like that. Uh, that's been around for a very long time in the industry. That, that capability, concept, that capability, yeah, the synchronous that technology, mirror. yeah. Uh, historically, it all came out of EMC with mm -hmm. SRDF, mm -hmm. which is Symmetrics Remote Data Facility, I think, if my memory serves me. Sounds about right. And even though they changed the name of Symmetrics like 18 times, and now it's Power Mac, whatever it is, whatever it is, the latest, they still call SRDF SRDF. Yeah. You know, so they kept that Symmetrics name. Uh, and that was the original, you know, super high level enterprise solution for synchronous mirrors of data. Uh, a, it's super expensive, right? It ain't free. It doesn't come when you buy the array. You got to pay it's an extra for it. It's another line item. And it's a big chunk yeah. of money. Yeah. Uh, it's super difficult to set up. You know, it can take weeks. It can take, you know, you have to bring in a specialist. If you don't happen to have one on, on staff, which many don't, you have to bring in, a, you know, professional services, a couple of weeks, another 50, 50 grand or giant whatever. Manual, giant, yeah. Giant. 800 page manual. Right. And then it's fragile once it's running, right? Yeah. It, it, it's always glitchy, right? So historically, synchronous replication has been limited to the top tier of, you know, the tier zero, tier one, and even the toppest yeah. of tier one, you know, workloads, uh, limited to that because uh, it was just too expensive and too yeah. complicated to do it, you know, to cover everything. Now with Active Cluster, A, it's included in the price of the array, right? Mm -hmm. So there's no uplift, no cost uplift. You got it. You have two arrays, you can do it. It's impurity, right? right? It's, it's yeah. built in. Uh, and the setup, I mean, you can watch demo videos if you don't believe me, if you're an old SRDF guy and you think I'm crazy, right? It's 10 minutes, maybe, maybe 15, if, yeah. if like if I was doing it and I was had to read all the little checkboxes or something. 15 minutes, the thing is set up and it's running. You know, boom. 
and like rock solid. Like that's again, that's crazy. Yeah. Right? That's no, you're wrong. It can't possibly be true, but it is. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what that's doing is not only making life easier for an organization, but it's opening up that level of protection to way more than the top of the tier one apps. Right. right. You know, now it can be all your tier one stuff, or maybe even some tier two stuff. I mean, why not? Yeah, why? Why, wouldn't why you? not? Why wouldn't it you? Like if that? it's easy to set you know? up, and if there's no exorbitant, you know. Yeah. Uh, cost to add on. You know, the only concern at some point becomes, do you have the bandwidth, you know, between sites, you know, yeah. to do everything. Right. But, you know, that, th that's just one, you know, that, that, that's the only thing you have to worry about. But at least uh, for your production. Yeah. Why not? Right. You know, it makes then, perfect you know, sense. Maybe there are tier two things. Maybe there are snapshots of your, of your yeah. production. And that's, makes sense. yeah, just something that was incredibly hard yeah. and uh, costly and is now, you know, okay, yeah, you can do it. And that was another Guess great aha for you coming over yeah. here. Yeah. I was like, on, really? That's crazy. Really? Yeah, you can uh, do that? Uh, yeah, I don't believe you. Yeah, uh, yeah, go do it. Go set it up. Go work it. Yeah, it works. Um, what about the last one, right? Um, Evergreen and, and pure as a service and generally just sort of the you know, subscription to innovation. Yeah. Right. That, oh, that, yeah. You know, that you can invest in something and then over time we'll keep making it better without mm -hmm. taking you down. That's gotta yeah. be huge for a data protection. There is well, you know, right? step one of data protection is keep things going. Yes. Right? You don't think about that always as a data protection yeah. thing, but it is. Yeah. Job right? number one is uh, yeah. and, it has know, to be working. Active cluster is one of those solutions, yeah. right? Yeah. To keep uh, the application uh, uptime as close to hundred percent as possible. Uh, and then the non-disruptive upgrades. I mean, you know, that that's the thing. When you look at a lot of storage vendors, they say, oh, we have whatever 999 uptime, but they don't count the maintenance time, yeah. right? Oh, but, you know, okay, every six months when I you know, uh, install new uh, firmware, uh, I have to take the array down for a half an hour. Oh, but yeah. that doesn't count, right? In my, in my uptime, mm, planned or unplanned, that's what the vendors, right? I mean, they yeah. say that doesn't count because yeah, yeah. it's planned. But, you know, yeah. it counts to your application and it's, your users. It's downtime. Right? Downtime so is downtime. That's a big thing. And and getting the new features, again, with like when Active, Active, Active Cluster didn't ship on the first, you know, pure array. Yeah. It uh, came, out, came out a bit later. But users just got it, right? Yeah. Hey, you... It wasn't just, like upgrade to the next yeah, gen product. You and just then you update have it. your it software, like, and you know, there update. it was. Now you have it. Uh, and you know, yeah. I, I'm not going to pre-announce stuff, but there's cool new stuff in that area coming out in yeah. a few months, and users yeah. will get that as well. Yeah. Right. So yeah. every time we improve these things or add a whole new set of functionality like that, it's just included. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Just makes it easier. Yeah. You know, just to know that there's going to be constant improvement, continuous yeah, with innovation. That. Right. And on that's the, coming along on the backup side too, we didn't really talk that much about Flashblade right, as a right. backup target. Again, whole other topic of conversation. Uh, but you know, traditionally the uh, backup appliance market is a is a forklift upgrade. It's market. a rip and replace. You know, like yeah, periodically. You, you use yeah. one. You know, the more data that gets in it, the slower it gets, which yeah. is not the case with Flashblade. Also, and then you keep dumping stuff into that appliance. It gets full. Now, what do you do? You can't really expand it, and or when you're at the end of your lease. You gotta you know bring in a whole new one. Keep data that old one around because you have yeah. to have data retention. Right. Right. So maybe you keep that around for another two years, just uh, sitting in the corner unplugged and <laughs> hope it brick. works when you plug it back in. <laughs> you have yeah. a brick. You know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole, because a larger organization doesn't have one. Yeah. You know, they have 50, they Tons. have a hundred of these things. Right. Right. They have racks and racks of these things. You know, we take, you know, two, three racks of it and bring it down to a couple of you. Uh, which is also another great thing, just the savings of sheer footprint. Right, right. Yeah, we is, even get into environmentals, yeah. but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole when, other issue with backup. When we see these backup. two and a half yeah. racks going down I mean, to like six RU, it's backup, like, that's huge. Gen, the, the amount of you know electricity that your backup uh, appliance racks and racks of them are using is, is, is incredible. Yeah. Right? All those disks spinning around all day, you know, 24 hours a day, just waiting for your backups to, to come along or you to do a restore. So a lot of uh, you know, definite efficiencies you can, you can get there.
yeah. and then being able to update upgrade that without having to take it down and replace it and just yeah. do it in place it's very yeah. cool it's huge and yeah. and even just you know service based types of things you know moving get, allowing people to move to you know opex yeah. opex based models yeah, the, 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 you know, which is related to models. that right mm-hmm. just a cost model provides even more flexibility Right. Yep. Instead of having to get into the buy more hardware cycle every yeah, because you years. don't you don't know you don't know where your data is going. No, I mean you know it's getting bigger. Yeah, but you don't know if it's going to be two x next year or five x or to ten. What, to know. what degree? Yeah, and then all of a sudden something happens. You release a new application. There's a burst in you know good for you a burst in customers or business, and now whoops. Yeah, you know now I have my, my data demands just doubled, and yeah. now now what do I do? Yeah, but you know. Sure, it helps, it's easy. It, it right? helps with that uncertainty. Call yeah, up, say, hey, I need X number more terabytes, whatever. Okay, boom, yeah. there you go. Yeah, and we'll do it. Enjoy. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, well, this was a blast. We will absolutely have you on. Thanks for going through all those kind of rapid fire. It was a lot of uh, touched on a million things. We'll do some yeah, more drill did, down stuff I, in the know, future. I think it was pretty inclusive. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you covered across the board a, a lot of interesting things that I think then we can go and yeah. do as, um, as different topics. And we'll definitely have you back on when you are in town. Um, where For folks that are interested in just what we're doing and the story around data protection, where, where do you want to send them? PureStorage.com slash um, something probably. we got modern data protection yeah modern right? data protection is yeah. probably where you want to start is a okay. rapid restore page just look on look under solutions yeah under okay. the solutions solutions tab. and data protection yeah. and there's then a you can couple, various different things, things. Yep. yeah and go find some other uh some other information around this really, yeah. really important topic. And I know, you know, we touched on ransomware just a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, great podcast if you're catching this one and haven't gone back in the library with uh, with Andrew Beller that's dedicated yep. specifically to ransomware. And we kind of go through his interesting talk track, and that's a that's a pretty hot topic right yeah, it now. It certainly is. Um, but, a, but an important one and a fun one. So, um, hey, thanks for coming on. We'll do it again. My pleasure. Very, very soon. Okay. Um, with that, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap. Thank Thanks, everybody, for uh, for listening, for subscribing, for telling a colleague. Uh, we will keep the orange-colored episodes coming out to you. And I will go ahead and wrap for Pure Storage and Peter Eicher. This is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you.